Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFM. What is up, y'all? It's John the Rollins. Skiff Musara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Let's go! Motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> football. Yeah, man. We are back, man. It's been mm-hmm. a long time, man. And I wanna it's thank good. the I wanna thank first of all the people who stuck around as mm. our uh Patreon subscribers because mm. A lot of we didn't lose that many, and and we did stop taking money too. So mm. it feels good to know that people stuck around. And uh, I just want to say to all of them out there, I can't find it. Damn it! You know what I want to say? You're the real MVP. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't find it, man. I'm not. I'm not good on the soundboard right now, man. We're out of practice. Out of practice. Uh, You're the real MVP. <laughs> So it's basically like this is, you know, we're just like the NFL players, basically. You know, we're having the first offseason workouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're coming up on the OTAs and all that. The draft is coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, man. We're, we're a little rusty. A little but rusty. some people some people did uh, cancel their Patreon. And for them, I want to say. You are not serious people. <laughs> <laughs> New addition to the soundboard. Shout out to Succession. Yes. Oh, that's good. I like it. I like that. Yeah, man. It's good to see you, man. I did see you this weekend. You came to my comedy club. I appreciate that. I Uh, did. And then I saw you the week before that because I turned motherfucking 50. Hell yeah. uh, 50 years old. Happy birthday, Skev. Officially an old man. (laughs) Officially an old man. I was already an old man shaking my fist at the clouds periodically uh, as my kids like to remind me but uh but yeah we had a hell of a party didn't we we uh great man all day all day there. threw down at my place kind of an all day all day sucker made a bunch of fucking pulled pork and mm. coleslaw it was and, fantastic uh got stuck into it it was good my daughter loved the cookies of course she did she was loving those cookies man yeah those cookies <laughs> those cookies are for real uh it's, it's so funny how your kids are all in on the like seven minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have some in, I have some intense rules in the kitchen and they yeah cuz they they tried to I remember why that happened was because they they tried to make that chocolate chip cook recipe mm-hmm. uh cookie recipe by themselves one time thinking mm-hmm. like whatever how hard could I, it be it's we can do and they fucked up multiple things <laughs> uh including the amount of time they left it in the oven uh and they were like, how come they didn't turn out like yours? I'm like, because you didn't follow the directions, motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They'll learn. It's like sometimes you got to burn your hand. You got to touch the stove. Exactly. 
They thought they could do shit, but they can't do shit. They can't do shit. <laughs> but it was cool. Uh, uh, happy birthday to you again, and uh, mm. glad you glad you made time in your busy schedule, man. I know you're doing your thing and creating some some mm. wonderful television content. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm glad you took That's some true. time out to uh, to hang out, and talk football. Yeah, we're we're in that phase where we're developing. We're we're you know it takes a lot of work to write the first draft, you know. But now we're in like rewrite mode, so we're you know doesn't take quite as long. And um, I actually even had my first pitch meeting for a totally new project yesterday, um, which I think will be really fun. Oh, sort of cool. trying to make fun of celebrity culture in Sweden. Oh, nice. Very- very fun <laughs> to do. So hopefully that takes off. Oh, nice. Mm, yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, a lot has happened in the NFL since we were last year. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, I feel like it's funny. We haven't really done this since the Super Bowl. Pretty much. We wrapped up the right? season. Yeah, we wrapped up the season, and then uh, you had to get jump into the trenches yep. uh, for your TV show. So we took a little hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. We've been on our Facebook page, Svenfeld uh, Pod Group, if you want to join us. And we talked a little bit, you know, little links and stuff. And shout out to the people who also put updates in there. Uh, but uh, I was so shocked on Sunday when I turned, I was actually turning on my, I was going to Via Play to watch something else. And I saw there was a USFL game on. I was like, motherfucker. Oh, I was like, I'm watching this. And when they cut to a shot of the crowd, and it's like a hundred people there, I was like, "Oh gosh, yeah. this is not look good." You gotta be bleeding money, man. I hope it. I wanted to stick around too, man. But then again, I haven't been watching, so I feel like I'm part of the problem. I I sat there and watched the whole game. I, I kind of enjoyed it, uh, but maybe that's just because I feel so desperate for football. <laughs> and the, yeah, the, I think they got the right idea to to have it like in the off season, in the NFL off season. Right after football, I think it's smart. I just it's hard to make it a part of the routine. Doug Peterson, uh, coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, was there at the game watching his son, who plays for the Houston Gamblers. Oh wow! So he was there. They interviewed him on the sideline, um, and he was, you know, chilling, wearing a gambler's hat. I think. Do you think uh, Calvin Riddle? Riddle, what's his name? Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley should be uh, should play for them when he retires. Yes. First of all, I think he should change his name to Calvin Riddle. Uh, where you were going there? That 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 would be a dope ass name. <laughs> uh, second of all, yes, of course he should play for the Gamblers. <laughs> Riddle me this, Calvin. Yes. <laughs> if the, if the uh, over under is seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's going on, man? With the uh, what what type, what type of uh, well, we're gonna do two episodes. We'll tell everybody we're gonna start with yep. the. This episode is gonna be focused on all of the news and updates that we haven't been able to talk about, and mm. then we're gonna come with a with my mock draft. No, I'm just kidding. With a draft. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> with my with a, with, a, with some draft talk. So now yeah. it's updates. Let's do it. The update episode. So I think the first story we need to talk about is the one that is probably going to be the most interesting one moving forward into the season. It appears that Dan Snyder's time as the owner of the Washington Commanders is coming to a close, officially. Mm. Uh, 
it's a group of people led by Josh Harris, uh, who I believe owns the Philadelphia 76ers also. Okay. Um, 76 I think he also has Josh Harris co-owns the 76ers as well as the NHL's New Jersey Devils. Damn. Uh, and it, and is also currently a minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I didn't realize that. Uh, he, he's the he's head of black? this investment group. No, There's no way. <laughs> no, uh, minority, I'm sorry. But he does have a black friend because uh, <laughs> Magic Johnson is part of the group that's buying this. Oh, wow. Look at Magic. He's also part so, owner of the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah, exactly. So wow. Josh has a black friend. And he happens to be Magic Johnson, which is kind of cool. I like football. Uh, this, I like football. Yeah. Yeah. So the deal is this. The sale is not officially official until at least three-fourths of the league owners, the 32 owners, they, they have to sign off on this. But at this point, yeah. you know, I can't even begin to imagine why this vote wouldn't be 31 to nothing in favor of eliminating Dan Snyder who is yeah. essentially like a virus in this league. Um, I think yeah. the owners, it says here, the owners are scheduled to meet in Minneapolis in May for the spring league meeting. Mm. Um, so the price tag, fairly mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, six billion with a B, $6 billion for a team that Snyder bought in 1999 for $800 million. Wow. Okay. Think about that. That's over five. Five billion 5. profit 2. for five point two billion for one of the more despicable human beings on the face of the planet. And even if you don't care about that kind of stuff, right? You know, some people don't. Eh, I don't want politics in my football. Uh, it must never be forgotten that Dan Snyder took what was once a proud, successful franchise franchise and basically ran it into the ground with a record of one hundred and sixty four wins, uh, two hundred and twenty losses, two ties, and a postseason record of two and six. God. 24 years as Washington's owner and they made the playoffs six times. Okay. This guy, you know, regardless of where you sit on the fence, he just, he's a horrible owner. Uh, For those of you who are interested, there have been some really great articles. I think there's one on ESPN. Also Yahoo. I'll post it. There's a timeline of Dan Snyder's time in Washington that really encapsulates like it's sort of a long article where it breaks it down year after year. The just the complete shit show of all things Dan Snyder, which we will not go through here. Mm. Um, but I'll post it for anyone who's interested because it's pretty fascinating. Um, the latest scandal, however, that feels like the one that kind of broke, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back is this this allegation that he he took a some kind like a five hundred or fifty million dollar loan or something. He, he used the team. Uh, Damn. Uh, so, the, you know, the the ones that were re- – the allegations, he withheld the security deposits from the season ticket owners who sued him. Um, yeah, I remember that. We talked about that on the pod. Yeah. That – apparently sparked a review of his financial habits with the commanders, which led to this discovery of this secret $55 million loan uh, that Snyder's co-owners at the time did not know about, nor did they approve. Um, If found guilty, it's straight up bank fraud, which is a federal crime. Uh So here's hoping that at the very least, Snyder is forced to spend every dime of that 6 billion just to stay out of jail. Um, 
you know, leaving him to die alone and penniless in a roadside <laughs> Howard Johnson's motel surrounded by a toothless sex worker who gives $5 hand jobs. So let's hope that that happens. Uh, yeah. But we won't have to miss him because it appears that there's already a shitty douchebag owner story waiting to take its place from the Cardinals. Michael Bidwell. Have you heard this story? No. Oh my God. This is a developing story. This is a new one. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of details we don't know, but there are some that we do. The basics are that former Cardinals front office executive Terry McDonough has filed an arbitration claim with the NFL alleging that Bidwell orchestrated and demanded the use of burner phones to communicate with then general manager Steve Keim while Keim was serving a league-imposed suspension for a DUI in 2018. McDonough also accused Bidwell of mistreating pregnant and black employees. Um, Why black? Because they're black. Damn. (laughs) Just straight up racist. (laughs) He said, let's get to the pregnant ones. And and while we're at it, let's get rid of the black ones too. (laughs) Can someone bring me a black pregnant woman? I want a twofer over here. Let's go. Why is she here? Why is she (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So for those of you who feel like sad that the Dan Snyder updates will be going away, you can thank Michael Bidwell because I have a feeling that this story is just really beginning. Um, I mean, to me, the whole thing of like uh, the idea that you have like this guy, I mean, burner phones. What are we doing here? I, w- I mean, I thought it was like football related makes sense to be like, all right, the guy got a DUI. We still need to get some, you know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. That part, like hmm. trying to go behind the scenes and, and keep the, 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 the team rolling while this guy had a DUI. Yeah. That's not, I don't think that's so bad, but firing people because they're pregnant and, or black. It's hmm. like, come on, bro. Have you ever had a burner phone? I feel like I want a burner phone. Uh, uh, I kind of when I was in the sta- when you're talk- in the states, yeah, you know what I mean. You're in the states and you can't use your phone, right? So you get a little burner phone. I've I've done that, but I haven't had like a burner phone, burner phone. We should create a fake account. I mean, what was the story with um? It turned out to not be true, but the Matt Patricia story. Where yeah, you- that was great. Yeah, I feel like I want to have my own fake account. A fake Mike Bidwell. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, anyway, on to coaching hired news. Wow. Uh, a lot of movement here. Uh, let's see. Since we left, the Cardinals, speaking of the Cardinals, have announced that the Eagles defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, will be their new head coach. Mm. Um, okay. And the then Cardinals. The, offensive, yeah, yeah, yeah. the offensive coordinator for the Eagles, Shane Steichen, also got a head coaching job for the Indianapolis Colts. So losing the Super Bowl kind of worked out pretty good for those guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. Very interesting. It'll be interesting but, to see how the Eagles, who lost their coordinators, how they look next year. Absolutely. That'll say a lot about Nick Sirianni. If he can and also, back. you know, Shane Steichen being the new head coach of the Colts means that Jeff Saturday is now available to coach your football team. <laughs> if you need Come on, Dolphins, make your move. <laughs> what uh but but the eagles damn i wonder who's their coordinator now because a lot of stuff's getting shaken up the chiefs lost their offensive coordinator 
Sure did. Commanders agreed to a multi-year deal with Eric Bieniemy to become the assistant head coach slash of offensive coordinator. Very smart move, I think, mm-hmm. um, because now you have a situation that 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 signing gets more interesting by the day, especially considering that the commanders are being sold. Uh, yeah. Because you know. Ron Rivera is clearly in a situation where it, even if the team hadn't been sold, I would consider Ron Rivera on the hot seat this year. Um, even more so now, cause it's new owners, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't hire Ron mm-hmm. Rivera. If things don't go well this year, uh, I, I see BNM slotting in as their new head coach. At least sure. interim. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, uh, yeah, that is a smart move. I, but then that Rivera can't be that happy about it then. But then again, you get one of the top offensive coaches, coaches that um, offensive coordinators. Sure. Thing is, they don't have a quarterback. Well, that's the thing. They're they're kind of surprisingly a quarterback away from being fairly. I'm not saying they're a quarterback away from being great, but certainly being pretty yeah. decent in the right? punt for this because uh, they've got a great receiver core. Yeah, uh, they've got a pretty feisty defense, even though they fell off a little bit last year. But but I mean, they're they're closer than most people realize. I think they should have gone after Aaron Rodgers. They should have gone after Lamar. Well, yeah, I thought they. Which yeah. you know, to be fair, we'll get into all the Lamar talk later. Uh, but you know, new owner coming in, depending on when that happens, a lot of times when a new owner shows up, they want to make a splash move. Yeah. I mean, you don't think it's be... too late? Can you imagine? Yeah, they... Everybody's waiting till after the draft for Lamar. So, and you're stealing from like he's basically across town. Yeah, he like it. He's like, man, I ain't got move. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, sure, I'll switch. I look good <laughs> in in yellow and maroon. Let's do this, yeah, man. <laughs> Commanders. Uh, and speaking of the Ravens, I realize you know whatever. My man, former Bulldog, two time national champion, Todd Munkin has left the Georgia Bulldogs to become the Ravens' new offensive coordinator. Uh, he is a hell of a coordinator, um, and we'll see. I don't know. He was in the NFL before he went to Georgia, um, and he, he yeah, he did a great job for the Bulldogs. What kind of uh, offense did the Bulldogs run? Was run heavy? You know, it's pretty fascinating, actually. Year the fir- the year of uh, they won the first national championship was. Oh, very they won multiple. Much- I, I think it was two in a row. Okay, okay, wow. It was a back to back thing. Mm. Um, I know it's a little greedy to take it two years in a row, but whatever. You know, <laughs> we we waited forty one years. Uh, he so year the first national championship was very much a Georgia football season, like run heavy offense, uh, and then the second year. They came back and suddenly just started just it was like they suddenly switched to an air raid offense. They were like, yeah, yeah. we're going to do this now. Um, I never seen a Georgia team play like that ever. Probably not since Matthew Stafford. And even then, maybe not so much. How long was he coordinator in Georgia? I believe it was like four years. OK, so he switched the offense. OK, uh-huh. that says a lot. OK. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, yeah. so that is versatile. That's that's a good uh, good sign for for Lamar if Lamar stays there. Yeah, well, that sort of brings us to the well. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah, the, so the the biggest sort of splashiest coaching news that we have is that the Broncos agreed to a deal with the Saints to hire Sean Payton as their head coach. 
mm-hmm. uh, replacing the oh so shitty Nathaniel Hackett, <laughs> uh, who was who was not who was not a serious person. Not as Nathaniel he's Hackett. Not a serious person. Serious yeah. people. No, he's not serious people. Uh, who. Uh, you know, uh, oddly enough, of course, Nathaniel Hackett got a job almost immediately as the offensive coordinator of the Jets. Uh, so there's that. Anyway, Peyton was still under contract with the Saints. Hold on, hold on, really quick. Really quick. Yep. Yep. Nathaniel Hackett was hired in Denver to try to lure Aaron Rodgers to Denver. Same. And then, and then the Jets, same deal. The Jets, mm-hmm. How stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. You tricked me once. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't. Some? And I don't remember the. De- I wish I could remember the details of this, but I heard another uh, commentator talking about Nathaniel Hackett. Um, like people say, oh well, he's pretty successful as an offensive coordinator, but he broke it down. He was like, yeah, but the he, let me tell you his record on the years where he actually calls plays, and it was like it was not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of bad football from what I watch. Mm-hmm. Last year was a disaster. Um, oh, wow. Anyway, so because Peyton was still under contract with the Saints, this was more like a trade type situation. Okay, so right. New yeah, Orleans gave up some shit. Mm-hmm, New Orleans received a 2023 first round pick, mm-hmm. which was number 29 overall, uh, and a 2024 second round pick from Denver, mm-hmm. uh, and then Denver got. Sean Payton, as well as a future third round pick. Okay. So, so that's how that shaked out. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I thought the more promising news that happened, I remember this right after about a week after this, this announcement dropped, um, Sean Payton announced that, that Russell Wilson's personal training oh, yeah. staff w- w- were no longer uh welcome in the building <laughs> <laughs> see he, he showed right away who's in charge this is what yeah. a coach does nathaniel yeah he's like no the motherfuckers gotta go you know what you motherfuckers you are not serious people <laughs> it's true it's, it's true it. get out of here that's good bunch man. of bunch of leeches out here making money off of yeah. this poor man get out of here uh right so free agency mm. a lot of shit happened in free agency let's do it um i mean i where else to start <laughs> other than the dolphins really actually that was a culture I mean, thing you didn't mention either but we did talk about it before we left right and it wasn't official official i don't know if we talked about it besides on the facebook group but big fan geo is it gave us a little drama but he's officially miami dolphins yes. defensive coordinator He's already got Xavier Howard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this, it seems like it's going to be a good defense. And then what did he do? And then what did he do? Then they brought in Jalen Ramsey, man, <laughs> one of the top quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> Nobody's going to score on the Dolphins. <laughs> Loving it, man. I'm so happy, man. That's pretty good. I'm happy. It's really, it, it, like, I, I thought that was a great, uh, great signing, obviously. Yeah. Um, it says as much about the Dolphins as it does about the Rams. I mean, mm-hmm. that place. Whoo! Talk they about need, they need the uh, assets, man. Really talk bad. about the talk about the bill coming due for the Rams, man. It's yeah. it's looking like dark days over there. Yeah. Uh, I w- as far as free agency player news, I think we should start with the one that makes the most sense, right? Giants 
four-year, $160 million deal with Daniel Jones. <laughs> Using the franchise tag on Saquon Barkley, uh, who is currently refusing to sign said franchise tag. What? How the fuck is Daniel Jones a $160 million quarterback? Can you explain man, that to me? Man, the prices are going up, man. Salary cap is going up. These quarterbacks are like, hey, it is what it is. Right? If mm. we if we stayed in the NFCs, we know that a big move happened. And and now Jalen Hurst is the highest paid quarterback. It's just gonna keep happening every year. That's gonna be highest paid player ever every single year now. Right. So that was the news this morning. Yeah. Uh was it Jalen Hurst signed a five year extension for what? Two hundred and fifty five million? Yeah, man. Two hundred and fifty five million. Yeah. Hundred and ten um, million fully guaranteed yeah. signing. Uh and then Hundred and twenty six point five million fully guaranteed before year two. Mm. Wow. Good for him. Smart. Uh again. No trade clause. Nice. Uh but that being said, the Eagles I think are gonna be I mean, it's great that they got their quarterback, but besides losing both their offensive and defensive coordinator, uh yeah. their Super Bowl roster took kind of a kind of a hit too because they lost Javon Hargrave who's yep. now a 49er yep. um they lost linebacker TJ Edwards who's now a Chicago Bear they lost their offensive guard Isaac Suamalo who's now a Steeler and they lost CJ Gardner Johnson to the Lions but they got Marcus oh Mariota <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. Oh, you're welcome, that Eagles. That can't that can't uh, be forgotten. Hey, you know what? They're 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 going to be fine. Uh, Marcus yeah. Mariota is going to be the next Nick Foles, right? <laughs> exactly. Just waiting in, in the wings. He's just waiting for Jalen Hurts injury, and then and then it's his time to shine. Uh, we'll see, man. Um, I'm I'm a believer in in Nick Sirianni, so. Hmm. I, I was a doubter. I was a big time doubter at first, and uh, I feel like the dude is—he's legit, man. I agree. Uh, the other big uh, free agency signing, uh, or at least he was number two on the list. Derek Carr is now a New Orleans Saint. Oh, what do we wow. think about that? Yeah, that's uh, that's good, man. We got a lot of Saints fans that that listen to this podcast, and uh, kudos, good job. I would say the that that. Cap voodoo shit that they do down in New Orleans appears to be catching up with them as well because they yeah, lost. I was gonna of, say that, they yeah. lost a lot of players. They lost defensive end Marcus Davenport, who's now a Viking, mm. um, and then they lost a. They lost like at least two or three players to my Falcons. Um, yeah, the Falcons hired their defensive coordinator to come in and be the Falcons' defensive coordinator, and then he just immediately sw- swiped up. Uh, mm. uh, who who was that? Ryan Nielsen came over. Mm-hmm. As a defensive coordinator, and then they went after uh, David Onyemata, uh, Caden Ellis. Both of them left the Saints to go to the Falcons. Um, but yeah, how I do mean, you feel about Taylor Heineke? I mean, I he's a serviceable backup, to be honest. Um, who's, your, who's starter? Well, they've already announced that Ritter is the starter. Ritter's the starter. Okay. I mean, they announced that was funny. They announced. In April or or May or no March, sorry, they oh, announced yeah. in March that Ritter was going to be the starter. Which is like, is it a little early to announce that? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, we know you're going to make question us. Here we go, uh, Jeff Okuda. I didn't know you got him. Yes, we did. 
Okay. Uh, we also got Calais Campbell. I saw that from the U. Jesse Bates was probably one of the big, probably mm-hmm. our biggest signing. We took Jesse Bates away from uh, from the Bengals. We also just recently signed Bud Dupree. Mm-hmm. I uh, which I'm not really sure. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what that means. Bud Dupree is like towards the end of his career. Right. He also Coach got in trouble Campbell. last year for beating up some lady at a Walmart. Or no, wa- not Walmart. Walgreens. Oh, you can't be beating uh, people up at Walmart. Walmart is understandable. Not Walgreens, man. Yeah, they got it on tape too, bro. You can see it. Walgreens Bud Dupree tape. It's uh... What's she do, though? I'm just kidding. <clears throat> well, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. They should put some sound on that tape. Uh, <clears throat> we also re-signed uh, my Mac man. Mac Hollins? For- Mac Hollins, we got. We re-signed my man, former Bulldog Lorenzo Carter. Resigned Chris Lindstrom. <laughs> Jonu Smith, we got him. Scotty Miller, we took from the. Um, Make him move. Jonu Smith, and you already got your boy. Uh, what's his name? The the young stud tight end. Oh, Cal Pitts. Yeah, Cal Pitts. I I'll say this. I it is we have been in Matt Ryan cap hell for forever mm-hmm. starting this to get is, clear up this is the first time uh, in like a decade uh. that i feel like we've been able to actually do any significant free agency moves and i love it and i love that we didn't get sucked into the lamar jackson thing um as much i, I i'm split on it to be honest with you because it's like do you want lamar jackson as your quarterback if he's available of course you do yeah. but for that price tag that's all you can afford what price you know what tag? I mean? Well, whatever he's asking for is clearly going to be is going to put whatever he wants would put Atlanta essentially right back to where we were when we had Matt Ryan okay. towards the end. It's hard to it's hard to money wise. Yeah, it's hard. It's a it's a tough thing to look away from. Yeah. So somehow the only way I think Lamar is going to get the deal that he wants to get is if if it's a team that somehow has cap space that's only like one player away. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know who that is at this point. I, I feel like he's made. I've been for a long time. I'm still on Team Lamar. Like I want him to get paid. Yeah, I want him to get his money. But I'm having a really hard time. Like the market got fucked up. But Deshaun I know. Watson. But I'm. I agree with that. However, I'm having a really hard time understanding why he continues to not have an agent. He. This doesn't make his. I know there are other players who are out here doing it without an agent, but I would argue that that none of them are looking for the kind of deal that that Lamar wants. It's just too hard to do this by yourself. And you just saw Jalen Hurts. I mean, here's what happens. I I would argue that Lamar would already have a deal three years into his career, an extension, had he had an agent. Mm. Like, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? That's, like, that's we, where it, it was. It yeah. never would have even gotten to this point. It, yeah, because like uh, an agent probably would have been reading the tea leaves and saying this Deshaun Watson thing is gonna really change yeah. things. Go and get this money now. Before, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. But it's What's up with, uh, with Ryan Tannehill? I was just thinking how Ryan Tannehill would have been, it can help a team that well, needs a quarterback. There, there are a lot of rumors that the Titans are shopping Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Um, but they only those, got ten million in cap space. I know, but the rumor is that they are also looking to trade up. We're going to get into this a little more in the next episode, but okay. the Cardinals are sitting in a pretty sweet spot with the number three pick overall, mm. and and they are realizing that that it's probably smarter for them to trade back because and get assets. And there are a yeah. lot of teams that are interested in getting up to that number three to see if they can get that new quarterback, even though this Which, quarterback what class. Quarterback? Yeah, like, what? I'm so dumb, man. Well, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if you pick a quarter, every time you pick a player in the, in the first round, you, you get that fifth year option. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, ha- you were in that situation where it's like, okay, well, after four years, you can be like, okay, we can either hang on to this guy or we can kick him to the curb. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so that's that's the draw. And you also, you know, I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that stuff later because picking quarterbacks high does not guarantee anything. No. It, it doesn't matter what the year is. Um, but speaking of the Ravens, they also signed Odell Beckham Jr. Mm. Presumably in an attempt to get Lamar back in the building. Uh <laughs> Talk about cap voodoo. Fifteen million guaranteed. I think almost all of it is considered a signing bonus, which doesn't count against the cap. Uh, to a thirty-one-year-old wideout who hasn't played in, in like a year because of his second ACL injury. Is that right? Yeah. This this feels like a, a very desperate play desperate. to get Lamar Jackson back in the building. Um, they got Nelson Aguilar too. <clears throat> Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> don't forget about Rashad Bateman. Serious people. They're so bad when it comes to wideouts. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, the, good, <laughs> the good thing about it is that Lamar, uh, if he does choose to come back, it certainly will have a better group of pass catchers to throw to. He got a um, franchise tag. He did. Um so let's get into that because that is really the biggest news in the free agency uh, situation. Um, this story is obviously kind of unique given that, that Lamar, you know, like I said, technically doesn't have an agent um, yeah. for a while there. It kind of, you know, they gave him the, the, and the thing was, is that they, they gave him the non-exclusive franchise tag, mm-hmm. which means that other teams can make offers. But the problem, and this is where then he really needs an agent part comes in because it's like, because if some team makes him an offer, you know, the Ravens have a chance to match it, mm-hmm. 
but at the same time, like that team has to negotiate that long-term deal that he wants at the same time. It's like, you're basically trying to juggle these three things at the same time. It's just too much for one person to do. If you don't have an agent, you need somebody who's, who's working for you. He Um, probably has homies though. You didn't think about that. Well, apparently his mom is. Look at that. He got his mom. He got homies. Hmm. He got probably got a cousin named Ray Ray. <clears throat> for sure this this situation okay so there were a lot of rumors like okay if lamar doesn't go back to to baltimore where is he going to go atlanta was one of the top landing spots mainly because arthur smith has such a run heavy offense um this situation has completely split the entire falcons fan base well, as well base. as well as the the nfl media Mm-hmm. You know, landscape. Uh, there's a lot of people that are giving the Falcons offseason like a D minus grade for not going after Lamar. Um, I, you know, again, I, I'm glad to be out of the cap hell. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I think it's the smart move um, by staying away from it and trying to build your team the way teams are built now. I think Arthur Smith is doing a smart thing, building this this team up the spine, back to front. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had one of the worst defenses in the NFL for like over a decade. So fix that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, fix that. Don't worry about Lamar. Um, well, I think they also want to get like a market value as well. Like find out what he costs. Right. Because as you alluded to earlier, the, the probably the most fascinating thing about this whole situation is how it seems quite obvious that the owner's, are absolutely like kind of colluding to make sure that that Lamar does not get this fully guaranteed deal like like Deshaun Watson did. The Ravens put after putting that non-exclusive franchise tag on him. I mean it was literally like less than a half an hour before there were like at least six teams who had come out and said, "Yeah, we're not interested in Lamar." Yeah. It's like what what? <laughs> what do you mean you're not interested in Lamar? It's like it, crazy. It, you no interest in a former MVP who's arguably a top five quarterback with traits that only a handful of guys possess. No, right. no nobody's interested in that. No one. It, it, it's they they clearly were pissed off about this Deshaun Watson deal. The owners and they're making sure that this never happens again. Right. I, that's that's my take on it. Man, this guy. I mean, and like nobody, nobody. In the NFL, besides Deshaun Watson, wanted – oh, and the Cleveland. But nobody wanted to be touched like this. Hmm. Hmm. So Deshaun Watson's just doing what Deshaun Watson Yeah. Does. He's out here touching These all – unwanted advances, man. He's, he, he he's is the touching, king of it. He's touching all 31 franchises in a way. In a way that uh, they don't want. This is hmm. just unwelcome advance by this man. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Unbelievable. Uh, speaking of people I would not want to be touched by, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <clears throat> hey, did you hear that he lasted in the dark just uh, like he, he didn't, <laughs> yeah. didn't pull it off? Yeah, he, he, he left early, apparently. Hey, hey Ron. Um, so this is an ongoing situation. So I thought we just run through the highlights, okay? So mm-hmm. first off, Rodgers emerges from his darkness retreat uh, a little early apparently. Um, and then he appears on the Pat McAfee show, mm-hmm. uh, which turned out to be the off season media event of the decade. 
attracting over 430,000 live viewers when it happened, uh, including myself. I just happened to be, I happened to see that it was coming on and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch. I've never actually seen one of these live before. And it was crazy. It was, it, it, it was very interesting. Rogers went in. So the, the highlights from that interview were that Rogers went into the darkness. Mm-hmm. He claims that he was 90% convinced that he was going to retire, which I do not believe that. Yeah. I, I don't, I didn't even believe that 1%. Um, <clears throat> he says that he came out and heard that the Packers were talking about him in the past tense and shopping him around. Naturally, mm. he took that personally. <laughs> um, Rogers then made it clear that after being 90% retired, he was a hundred percent intending to play for the New York Jets next year. Uh, the supposedly the deal is moving quite slowly. Um, my people on the ground, my insiders, uh, are telling me that the Packers apparently want a second round pick this year and a straight up non conditional first round pick next year. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the Jets appear to be reluctant on the first round pick part and are asking for conditions to be placed on the pick. Like if Rogers gets injured or if he goes into another darkness, ayahuasca, Panchakarma, <laughs> cleanse psychosis and decides to retire out of nowhere, which he threatens mm-hmm. to do almost every year yes. at this point. So it makes a lot of sense that they would want a little insurance. on yeah. um, Either way, it appears that at some point this deal will definitely get done. I don't okay. see, I think we're sort of, like across the, you know, we're crossing the Rubicon here. I don't think there's any way for either team to go back. Cause it's not like, the, it's not like the Packers are just going to say, okay, well, I guess we'll just keep Aaron Rodgers," Uh, and then the jets are going to miss out. Like, I don't, I don't, I just don't see that happening. No. Um, says, I see here. The jets were also inter- linked to, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Ryan Tannehill. Mm. Their cars off the table, but right. So it looks like the Jets are looking for a veteran, which makes sense with this young team. They might be scary, man. Ugh. Yeah. The latest news on Rodgers uh, came out a few days ago as he was photographed coming out of a crystal shop in Topanga Canyon called Topanga Rocks. So Shout out to I, Topanga. So I think he's he's going to be fine. I, he's buying – apparently he bought crystals that – you know, create good vibes and positive energy. So I'm, I'm sure this will all work out great. Are you seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. <laughs> Don't forget the crystals <laughs> when it's time to try to time travel. <laughs> such a great, such a great movie. I love it. Do, do you remember Topanga? I love Topanga Canyon. That's one of my favorite places. I mean, Topanga, Topanga. No. From Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, exactly. I had a huge crush on Topanga when I was a kid. Yeah, I have been to some really fantastic late night parties in Topanga Canyon, uh, where I got so high I didn't even know my own name. Uh, it was fun. Uh, Topanga Canyon. There's a there's a thing going on. I want to go, man. Good times. Yes, I'd love to go. Hmm. Uh, let's see. The NFL met and, and dealt with a few rule changes. Mm. Not many interesting things to report actually, uh, other than the, the one that everyone's talking about is that players are now allowed to wear the number zero. 
Woo! Which finally, uh, man. I was just thinking the other day, man. I'd love to have a zero out there. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Calvin what? Ridley, former Falcon, now with the uh, Jaguars, was the first to announce that he would be making the number switch. Great cash, homie. I bet he will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he the one who gambled? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, my man, former Bulldog Darnell Washington, was presumably excited by this news. 6'7", 275 pounds, wearing the number zero at Georgia, earned him the nickname Big O, which oh wow, I really hope uh, that is also his nickname in the bedroom, too. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Darnell Washington hooking up with the ladies, always giving them the big, big O. Big O. O, 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 O. O, O. <laughs> Shout out to Office Space. <laughs> Showing them my O face. O, O. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. The, um, the biggest news out of the upcoming drafts, which we'll get more into in the next episode, is that the Bears traded the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. in exchange for the number nine pick, the number 61 pick, and a 2024 first-round pick. Wow. Uh, a we said before we left that they should do it. A 2025 second-round pick, and the Bears also get wide receiver DJ Moore. Oh, shit. So that's a pretty uh, – they traded uh, – I mean, they got what? One, two, three. Three picks and a player? Four. They got four picks and DJ Moore. God damn. Two picks this year, one next year. DJ Moore, is he a top Is he a top 20 receiver in the league? That's what people are saying, but yeah. I don't agree with that. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. You're not biased. You know, it's funny. I re I was, I miss, I'm going to tell you how much I missed football this weekend on Sunday, besides watching a USFL game. I rewatched Falcons versus Panthers game in 40. Mm-hmm. The one where DJ Moore makes the catch and then he gets the penalty because mm-hmm. he took his helmet off. And, yeah. and it was funny because when you watch a game like that in what, what is this now? What are we April? Yeah. You, I I knew the score because you could mm-hmm. see it. It's like thirty-seven to thirty-four or something like that. that is the fi- could... is the final score, and, but it was like the middle of the third quarter, and I'm like, it's twenty to seventeen. I'm like, how? How is it? And 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 you're watching the fa- like you're watching some of the dumb mistakes that the Falcons make, and you're like, yeah. how the hell did we win this game? There's yeah. no way. I know that we're gonna win, but there's no way we're gonna win this game. No fucking way. <laughs> it's really kind of funny to watch it in the off season. <laughs> game in forty, man. Uh, I love that shit, man. So this marks the first time that the number one overall pick has been traded since the 2016 draft when the Los Angeles Rams moved up 15 spots to select Jared Goff, which worked out perfectly. (laughs) 15 Um, spots for that. I remember the hype about around uh, Goff. Yeah. I have a couple of thoughts about this. Uh, I think the DJ Moore part of this will wind up being the sneaky best part of the trade, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do think he's good. Uh, I think the Bears have been criminally negligent, in my opinion, when it comes to providing Justin Fields with proper weapons. Um, two, he hasn't, he hasn't shown he could throw the ball. What, he doesn't have anybody to throw it to. But now he can't. Now, I'm just saying, like, you give him somebody, now you get to find out. Yeah. Uh, two, if they're smart, 
if 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 the Panthers are smart, I I really think they should take CJ Stroud. Uh, I mean, mm, yeah. honestly, but as a Falcons fan, I I hope they take somebody else. Like, I hope they take Anthony Richardson. Um, because that way you got Kyle Trask down in Tampa Bay, you got <laughs> Anthony Richardson up in Carolina. Uh, just a couple of below average Florida Gator quarterbacks who <laughs> sucked in college and will certainly yeah. suck in the NFL. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is a report that the Panthers are floating this idea that they could trade back from the number one spot. Uh, Get some picks <laughs> because they can't. Well, the report was that they were considering trading back because they can't make up their minds, which QB they like the most. Let somebody else make the call for you. And if that's true, if it's true that they can't figure out which quarterback they like the most, then I personally think that David Tepper should have to turn in his brass ball plaque mm-hmm. to the man police immediately. Yes. I mean, come on, bro. We're talking about a guy who bought another man's beach house, a business rival, just so he could tear it down and build nothing to replace it. Trading back so you can, because you can't make yeah. up your own mind? That is some chicken shit. Chicken shit. Chicken shit move right there. Yeah, man. Come uh, on. You got to go out there and shoot your shot, player. Shoot your, sh- <laughs> shoot your shot, bro. Who else is on this list that we missed? Saquon. Well, Saquon's on the franchise tag. Uh, really? He's he's claiming he's not going to sign the franchise tag, but I don't, he running backs don't what have any leverage. Do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Running backs don't have any leverage. Um, well, he's never been injured. Oh, never been <clears throat> <laughs> oh man yeah i mean that is basically all the news i have we have wow. several like a lot of links, stuff went on man a lot of movement we can post some of these links on the facebook group yeah. um and then of course the draft what are we was it a week and a half away is it it's not mm-hmm. this weekend but next weekend the draft yeah. well it we starts can, on thursday well, it starts on thursday yeah um which is kind of fun, actually. Um, I like the draft. I think the draft is kind of interesting. It we didn't mention on. Garoppolo going to the Raiders, did we? Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention Garoppolo. He went to the Raiders, and Brian Hoyer went to the Raiders. Mm. So the uh, so Problem old... solved. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what else we forgot to mention? Sam Darnold went to the 49ers. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Problem solved there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Darnold, Brock Purdy. And what the fuck are they doing with Trey Lance? Can mm. I ask? The guy that they were so what did they pick him third overall? Traded up. They they got another team to get fleeced by the Dolphins. Over all those quarterbacks that they could have picked that year. Right? Mm. Wasn't that the year of the Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and supposedly none of, them, none of them turned out great. I guess Fields would have been fun. Fields would have been fun in uh San Francisco. Totally. Oh, Jets too. I, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Man. Sure. The Bears won the fucking quarterback. The the quarterback uh, battle in that draft. Mm-hmm. Damn. I was a little annoyed. I thought the Falcons should have taken Justin Fields. But the Bears picked him thirteen, right? Were the Falcons? Yeah, but I think the Falcons, oh, Falcons were, were like before fourth. that. Because that's when that they was, got Pitts, right? That was the year we took Kyle Pitts. I think we should have taken Justin Fields. I think it would have been better better mm. off. 
Yeah, because you were talking about a hometown and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Kennesaw, yeah. Georgia. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, yeah. There were mm. some players we forgot. Jacoby Myers left the Patriots to go to the Raiders as well. They're basically the Raiders Josh are becoming McDaniels. the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Every he's... every yeah. That's what they do. I remember the Dolphins did that when uh, Brian Flores, who's now defensive coordinator for the Vikings. Hmm. Hmm. That's true. Um. Yeah, there's some interesting names. Dalton Schultz, tight end from the Cowboys, went to the Texans. We didn't mention uh, Zeke Elliott, gone from the Cowboys. <clears throat> He's just out there in the wind, bro. He's just a free agent. And Tony Pollard has uh, got a uh, non-exclusive franchise tag. Mm-hmm. He's just out there. Damn. We said that was a mistake for them, uh, for Jerry Jones, giving him all that money in the first place. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, just some stuff. A lot of stuff going on. We'll put the we'll put the uh, free agency uh, link on our Facebook page, our Facebook mm. group, Spinnerfell mm. Pod group. There's a Facebook page, but we don't do shit with it. That's true. P- oh, PJ group. Walker's on the Bears. Right. So that's good. That's Thank good. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Yeah, that's about uh, that's all that's all I got, man. Nothing else major. Yeah, that's uh let's see, what else happened today? Oh yeah, we got to the Jalen Hurts thing, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh this this Michael Bidwell thing, mm. strap in because this one's gonna get ugly. There was a story this morning, this Terry McDonough guy who's who's lobbing these uh accusations <clears throat> this morning. There's a story where he says, um this is a quote. He says, Bidwell's days of owning the Cardinals will soon be coming to an end. And he has nobody in all caps, nobody to blame, but himself and his horrific behavior towards so many people. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. We'll see, and, he's, and then he, he said this to a reporter and he reminded the reporter, the final bit of the quote, he says, and by the way, this is on, on the record. On the record. <laughs> so, you know, I, you, I think you were going to ask me, but I'll just tell you right now that it's. Yeah. On the- <laughs> In case you didn't see this uh, pitchfork and uh, flaming stick that I'm holding. Uh, this is we'll on the record. See. We'll see if he gets held accountable. You know how it is with owners. Oh, man, they're going to push that shit to arbitration and we'll never hear the details. Yeah. Ever. Yep. It'll be a non-disclosure agreement. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you scared of any team in your division? Not anymore. No. Even with even with Baker Mayfield on the uh... <laughs> shit, we forgot to mention that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just scrolling through, checking all of these uh, quick stuff. I mean, no, God, no. I think I think the Saints getting Derek Carr is totally. Uh, I think people have started to come to their senses that that's. You know, when it first they were like, well, the Saints are automatic favorites to win the division. But I feel like that hype has kind of died down, especially when you look around at the Saints roster. Um, They offered Michael Thomas an extension, which it's like, okay, when was the last time we saw Michael Thomas play real meaningful football? Uh, I'm not scared of the Saints at all. They lost a ton of people from their defense. Like their coach is trash. Um. Yeah. And then, you know, the situation in um, <clears throat> Tampa Bay with Baker Mayfield, not scared of him either. Um, and their, their receiving core is, is aging as well. 
uh, and they don't have the cap space to update some of their key roster spots. The only team that I would genuinely be a little afraid of would actually be the Carolina Panthers, to be honest with you. Um, because they have a pretty, that Frank Reich, they got a pretty good defense, Mm -hmm. um, pretty decent offensive line. Uh, they're in the number one overall spot to pick whatever quarterback they want to pick. Um, and if they get that pick right, then they're in good shape. So, and the running backs too. I mean, they, you know, their run game actually picked up after McCaffrey left, oddly enough. So that was kind of interesting. I'm a little, I think I might be, my team might be in the best division in football. I agree. <laughs> so I'm over here looking like, God damn, as soon as my team starts getting good, the Bills are already a top team in the AFC. The mm-hmm. Patriots still have the best coach in the history of the game. And last year felt like an aberration. Mm. But we'll see because they had their defensive coordinator calling plays on offense. They had all of this bullshit going on. And now they seem to have uh, straightened that out. And they Mm. got Mike Gusecki from the Dolphins is now on the Patriots. And they are probably going to ask him all of the keys to the Miami Dolphins uh, offense like they like to do normally Mm. uh, just before. And they got Juju Smith-Schuster. They're just getting... I kind of feel... I have a feeling that the Patriots are going to unravel even more so this year. Okay, wow. There's a lot of heat out there uh, on Belichick and and Tell having gone winning. out. Well, if he wins, obviously it doesn't matter. But but the heat is coming from the fact that last year there was an enormous amount of uh, sort of yeah. upheaval between Matt Patricia and Mac Jones and mm-hmm. and who's running the offense, who's calling the plays. Like it's yeah. like Bill. All these years of Bill being able to do whatever Bill wants to do because they kept winning Super Bowls, that shit is over because it's like you're not winning Super Bowls anymore. So now people are mm. starting to question, like, what the fuck is going on up here? Mac Jones is very unhappy. There's a rumor that that Belichick was was trying to look for Mac Jones suitors. Like, could we trade this fucking kid? Um, well, he looked like shit at some points. But it could have been the off- – yeah. We'll see, man. Mm. I don't know. And then the, the Jets, they're like just plug and play for a good quarterback. It yeah. feels like, unless they have a, a year two slump or some sophomore slump. I actually believe less than the Bills. I think the Bills are going to continue to take a step back. Yeah. I don't know. I just do. I think I think Josh Allen tries to do too much, and yeah. and and I think he's only going to continue to, to play that way. Man, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right, man. Hmm. I think it's the Dolphins' year to win this division. Let's go. Oh, oh don't say that. Oh, okay. I'm saying it because I'm not a Dolphins fan. I can say that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, I feel I feel better now mm. <laughs> when you put it that way. But uh, it's good to be back, man. Yes. We're back. Well, for now, we don't know how frequently this is going to be, you know, but it's good to give you all an update. So thank you all so much for checking out this episode of Svenafel. We'll be back soon with a draft uh, preview. And then after the draft, we're definitely going to be back to talk about that. Hmm. So until then, it's been Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, Zara. 
with Svenafel. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Later, y'all. Get serious. Get a job. You better get yourself a job. Get serious. Get a job. You get a job like you